Hello and welcome to yours sincerely life. What is vitiligo? Vitiligo is a skin condition in which people have uneven melanin on their skin. Mm-hmm. and they have white patches on different parts of their body some have it at specific location and some have it uh, over pretty much everywhere so anmol has the same skin condition and she's based in delhi she is a spoken word artist and an english teacher okay and she's trying all that she can to raise awareness about vitiligo because a lot of people have a lot of myths and misconception about it so is just that the little little things that do matter because just because this person has this skin condition doesn't mean that we have to treat them differently yeah and it's not contagious for god's yeah. sake <laughs> yes that's the main underlined <laughs> highlighted in yeah. quotes it is not contagious yeah exactly so we'll get to know more about this skin condition through this conversation okay okay How are you? I am absolutely fine. How about you? We're great too. So, how was your day? Uh, it was a little occupied, but that's fine. Okay. Are you working currently? I just completed my education, and I work as a freelance content writer, and I've been teaching English to classes nine to twelve since uh, six years now. So, yeah, that's fine. okay. Like tuition classes? Yeah, and I'm also a spoken word artist. Okay. So, what does that mean? Spoken word artist means I perform on stage, like uh, poetry or storytelling or anything like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Th- that's that's cool. Uh, but we saw a few of your poetry on your Instagram page. It's very beautifully said. Yeah, and uh, mainly about vitiligo. Yeah, that is because it was June and June uh, uh, celebrated as vitiligo awareness month. So I did my part. So, do you just do poetry based on vitiligo only, or do you do everything in general? No, I don't do poetry or uh, any of my artwork only on vitiligo. No, I don't mm-hmm. want to be a person who got famous or uh, who has his identity only and only vitiligo. Vitiligo is the last thing that defines me. But since mm-hmm. it was vitiligo awareness month, and as a person with vitiligo, and obviously as an educated person, I think it was my duty. So you were diagnosed with vitiligo when you were six years old, right? Yeah. How was that experience at your home? Like, uh, what happened actually? As a six-year-old girl, I I didn't know what it is. My sister discovered it, and not a single doctor in the town was there to consult. We went everywhere. My mm-hmm. parents, my parents didn't know what to do. It was the first time, obviously. Today we have access to internet and we can know anything and everything just in a few minutes, right? But uh, at that mm-hmm. time, that was not possible. So uh, my parents consulted every doctor that anyone or everyone recommended. But my parents' efforts were increasing with each passing day. But so was the disease. It started with uh, one single spot on my eyelid, and now I have the like ninety percent of my. So it like. Uh, gradually spreads over your body, right? Yeah, but uh, since the cause of vitiligo is unknown, 
Like it's an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't like to call it a disease. It's a skin condition. That's that. But it, mm-hmm. it's autoimmune, and uh, scientists are still working on that to know the exact cause because there are other autoimmune diseases as well, and their cause is also still unknown. So okay. because the cause is unknown, so are its facts, and thereby its treatment. So like, is it curable completely? No, there is no scientific cure for it because the cause is unknown. Um, Maybe once okay. the cause is known, we can cure it. Now there are only hidden trial methods which work for a lot of people and also not work for a lot of people. Okay. So being a child and having uh, vitiligo, it would be very tough going through the whole situation, right? Because people will start treating you differently just because you have the skin condition. Yeah, but uh, I don't think tough is the right word because uh, I didn't even know what is happening. Like if you have seen my video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told there that I didn't even know I was different. My mother used to say mm-hmm. me whenever we visit any auspicious or religious place, she used to tell me to ask for me to ask for my recovery, like ask God for your recovery. And I used to wonder what recovery. I am alright, able to walk, talk, see, and hear and do everything <laughs> that I saw other people doing. So where is this difference coming from? Where is the illness that I need to recover? Yes, I I never got to know that. I was privileged enough to study in a convent school, so I was never bullied. I was alienated. I was outcasted, but I was never bullied. So I cannot recall any incident from my school that was okay. uh, bullying or anything. But yeah, alienation and being outcasted was very normal to me. But uh, uh, to be very honest, I cannot explain that because I never felt that. I was always confused to what is this happening and why is this happening. I never. Got to know that okay, this is the thing, and thereby it's happening. As a six-year-old girl, or maybe as a ten, twelve-year-old girl, you don't understand. That. What about relatives and other family members? Yeah, I was bullied and uh, mobbed and traumatized by my distant family members. I remember one of my not very distant, but yeah, there was an aunt. She came to my house and she told my grandparents, taking name of my father, that. He must be really under a pressure because all his monthly income is spent in my. Okay, so there is so treatment for this. Uh, as I told you, there are no particular treatments like a short, short treatment, but there are hidden mm-hmm. trial methods, and I have been doing it since past, uh, let's say, fifteen years. Fifteen years. Last year, okay. only last year, I uh, quit. Quit? Uh, like you are no longer taking it? No, I'm not. Maybe I take it. Maybe I. Don't. Even if I'm working towards it, even if I'm telling people to accept it, and then I'm taking treatment, then also it's a personal choice. Mm, yeah, it yeah, is exactly. completely your personal choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nobody has the right to question that. Yeah. Yeah. So that lady called me a burden for my own father, and that's still traumatizing. I mean, like that is so annoying. It's more like you know. society is the one who fixes like you know this is how a person should look this is how the eyes nose lips skin color everything has to be a certain way and if it's not that way that's when all the problem starts exactly exactly like what is normal normal is very very subjective something which is not like us mm, exactly. is as normal is different very true but i also realize that beauty like is not giving me any pain it doesn't give me pain itching irritation or anything It is the society who is not aware about it, who is not educated about it, and that's why society is outcasting me and thereby impacting my mental health. Like it is not at all hampering my physical health. 
Okay. I was about to <laughs> ask you that, like, does that affect your body in any way, like, physically? Yeah, not at all. But I've heard a lot of people with vitiligo having sunburn or red marks when they are out, out in sun. I never faced it. Okay. So that's why mm-hmm. I came to the team that maybe it depends on person to person. Okay, okay. Yes. So I have a question. Does it affect other people? Is it transferable? It is not contagious. It is not contagious. Uh, contagious. Yeah, exactly. I was looking for the word. Smiles are contagious, beauty like those. Uh, <laughs> oh, <spread smiles>. yes. <laughs> Bringing little poetry there. Beauty <laughs> <laughs> like is not contagious. It is, it is not uh, that somebody will get it if somebody will touch me or if somebody will use the stuff that I have used. It is okay. uh, not contagious even by sexual intercourse or any sort of physical intimacy. But yet it's said okay. that it's genetic. However, I have not seen anyone else in my family who has Okay. See, th- that's one misconception that society has. If they see a person with vitiligo, they think that it is contagious. And that's most of the reason why everyone yeah, tries like, to keep avoid. Yeah, that's one of the biggest myth, right? Yeah. Even I feel so in public areas, I'm walking, some people will be like, they will shrug their shoulders and they, they, they do not touch me. They will make sure. When people do that, it really affects you, right? Yeah, it does. It has always been. Maybe now I've developed the numbness and now I feel sorry for them. Now I feel that they you know, they have failed their education. Yes. What is the point of having so much education if you can't show at the same Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. in the looks. It's 2021. Yeah. But again, I feel that this is the education system has to be Because uh, till 10th, we all study biology. Uh, why mm-hmm. is any autoimmune disease not mentioned? some of the common myths about vitiligo? Common myths about vitiligo are it, it happens when we eat certain combination of foods. Very, very, very common one is fish and milk. I am a pro vegetarian. I have never had fish, egg, chicken. Okay. Oh. How is that even possible? Then khatta, <laughs> sour things and milk. As a young child, I was constrained to eat so many things. Okay. Mangoes, lemons, potatoes, curd, milk, rice. Never came to my house. I was not allowed to have this. I didn't have gold over my entire childhood because of the myth that sour things or white things can uh, help with like to spread. Oh, okay. But my point is, when the cause is unknown, how can the myth exist? And do you have it right now? Vitiligo 
और गोलगप्पा डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ इटिलाइको about with lego in my every uh, interview in my every uh, workshop or event or mm-hmm. whatever you call it i answer this question by segmenting people in two parts one is people with little like or another is people with who don't have little like so people with little like no matter how cliche it might sound focus on yourself mm-hmm. like improvise yourself if you're a kid like me or focus on your skills like i have been there i know depression is real anxiety is real Every mental illness is real in this in this case as well as any other case. But you can always go for therapy. I I also said this in my video that today I realized that along with taking me to a dermatologist, my parents would have also been taking me to a therapist or a psychologist. So that it wouldn't take for seventeen long years to find out. Because I I started taking therapy last year, and that's when I realized that there is nothing superficially wrong with. Yes, very true. Yeah, so psychotherapy is counseling is very very important in this case, and uh, I would like to address this to, to the parents as well because parents are the biggest supporters. My parents made sure that I am confident in my skin, mm. in my little like, but I feel they should have made sure that I am comfortable because I was not comfortable. That's why this thing is triggering me again and again. But it's okay; it was there first time. <laughs> But now, since I know, I can always suggest. So this is the thing with Vitil Ligo and the people who are taking care of them, their parents and their grandparents, and others who don't have Vitil Ligo. Please defend such people. Defend is no doubt casters. They are a part of society. Zero point five to two percent of the population has Vitil Ligo. We are a part of your society. So you can't outcast us just because just on the basis of our skin color condition. Yeah. So be kind, be empathetic. We are part of society. Don't. We have this normal. Don't say it's normal. <laughs> yeah. Was there any incident that made you so insecure? Like my old childhood was uh, insecure. Only daydreaming kept me going. That one day when I will be fine. You no, know, I will be the most popular girl. I will be this. I will be that. I used to think that these people were not talking to me. 
then I'll be and I'll be fine now. I'll be cured. I will not talk to them, and they will be after me to talk to them. This is what <laughs> children think, right? Yeah. And even I did that. Yeah, I was not allowed to perform on stage my entire school life, but I was always craving for that. Okay. Yeah, there I am. There I am a stage actress, and I'm so good for that. And because I was yes. not allowed to be on the stage, I never liked it. Do you still uh, dream about that being completely cured of with Lego? Uh, actually, no. To be very honest, now I have grown that phase. Obviously, I want it, but even if it doesn't happen, it's fine. Like I want to see the other mm-hmm. side of the coin yeah. as well. But it's mm-hmm. fine that I have accepted myself the way I am, and now I'm uh, focusing on myself to improve mm-hmm. myself as a person to know more skills. That's more important than yeah. the physical appearance. Yeah, that's what my advice is to people, young kids who have been like, oh, that please uh, focus on yourself because your education and your skills are the only things that can make you move ahead of it. Yeah, keep doing this. Keep educating the ones who don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's getting much better because most of them are being kind of aware of vitiligo. Uh, still, I know a lot of people who are ignorant. So when I was mm-hmm. posting my graduation, something happened. When uh, two teachers were discussing about me, and I talked for two years, I even had mm. I even had a trophy, but uh, they didn't know my name. That's perfectly fine. How many yeah. names do you remember? But one teacher mm-hmm. was telling about me to the other teacher, and she was like, "Who are you?" And instead of saying anything else, she talked, she did this, she did that. She said the girl with white hair. That's when I realized that okay, I need to do something. Mm, yeah. So it was teachers day coming up, and we were final year students, and. Uh, I told the authorities that I'll be giving a speech. I said that on Teachers' Day, I am taking this opportunity to educate my teachers about vitiligo. They have doctors ahead of their names and they don't know about it. And what was the reaction when you said the speech? The teacher who told the other teacher, I, I didn't mention names obviously, but uh, I could see through her face that she knew. Yeah, <laughs> it's pointing at her. Yeah. So thank you so much. for being on our podcast and thank you so much for educating us uh, we didn't know much but uh, now we know more about it we know a bit more about it uh, is there anything else that you have to say so why world with like today celebrated on 21st of june i told you june yeah, is yeah, celebrated like yeah. this month but since 2011 i guess 21st of june is celebrated as world with like today why because it's the death anniversary of michael jackson and uh, not a lot of people know Michael Jackson too had this. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I have read it somewhere, and he did plastic surgery, right? Yeah, he did plastic surgeries to make his skin uh, look even. If you ever notice, he used to wear a lot of clothes. Like only his mm. face was visible. He used to wear gloves and jackets and coats and hats. Yeah, he used to cover mm-hmm. as much as possible because he had little like okay. on his hair and stuff. So he was very insecure person, but. Uh, he died on 25th of June 2009, and that's when people got to know that he had died. So that's why this day is celebrated as World Vitiligo Day. But today, we when we get to know that Michael Jackson had vitiligo, we don't bother. Like we just shrug our shoulders, like okay, why? Because he he reached a point where his skin looks different. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I I want to reach to a point point where my looks don't affect me. Vitiligo don't affect me. In my all social media bio, I write about this. Thing. I don't lie. I don't deceive people. If somebody appreciates me by my picture, that I know you're good. I, I always say I am, but uh, not really. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right now, I feel like most of them have a small idea about vitiligo. And uh, there are a lot more models also with vitiligo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are coming out. And mm-hmm. it's a very good thing. Even we have yeah. a lot of NGOs who are encouraging people with vitiligo to come out, to, to not to be camera shy. There might be people who are not as confident as you. Yeah, there are a lot it, of It might be people. much more difficult for so, them. Uh, there is a foundation called okay. Arush Foundation. glad we talked <laughs> yeah sure. and keep doing whatever that yeah. you're doing you make uh, the world a better place <laughs> <laughs> thank you and we need more people like you because as a person we would be like oh it's my duty to do it yeah but you people are making this come into forefront uh, oh. you people are more important so thank you always is trying our part as you're trying to educate more people we're trying to educate <laughs> a bit more people from our side too No, no. As a spoken word artist, I want to, uh, you know, perform at bigger platforms so that my content can yes. reach masses. But when it comes to it, like, oh, I even want to work with a person who has ten followers or anything like that. Because for this, every mm, drop, yeah, I never mm-hmm. say no yes. to a- anything that comes my way for this. That's so nice. I'm always up for it. I'm always up for it. <laughs> that is very clear from the way how you talk. <laughs> All the very best. All the very, very best. Okay. Keep in touch. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. So if you want to have a conversation with us, you know, just call us. We'll chill. We have an Instagram page of the same name. You are sincerely right. DM us or email us. So hoping to talk to you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>